You are listening to the podcast series for Mission to Amish People. Mission to Amish People is a Christian ministry with a threefold purpose of evangelizing and discipling Amish and former Amish, helping Amish people who leave their communities by helping them transition into the English world, and by presenting the ministry to churches nationwide. You can find out more about Mission to Amish People by going to their website at www.mapministry.org. Today's message is entitled, Let Us Walk by the Spirit by Joe Kime. This is part two of three. Wow, there's so much I could say. I want to look at some scripture. Go to John chapter uh, 16. I want to share something with you. That as I was thinking about this walking in the spirit, this came out to me. I want you to look at um, verse number five. Let me give you just a little bit of background. We're in chapter 16. Jesus is almost done with his ministry here on earth. He's talking to his disciples. They're finally realizing that, hey, this man that we thought was going to be with us forever and set up the kingdom is leaving. And they were troubled. Verse number five, it says, but now Jesus is speaking, but now I go my way to him that sent me. Now, I want to I read this again. Jesus is speaking, now I go my way to him that sent me. If Jesus is speaking, who's the sender? Who sent Jesus in the first place? The Father did. Mm-hmm. While, you're, while we're right there, don't turn. I will just quote this scripture out of 1 John chapter 4, verse 14. It says, and we have seen, and we do testify, that the Father sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. The Father sent his Son. Go down there, Son. They need you. Okay? Now we'll keep going. And none of you askest me, where are you going? Whither goest thou? Verse 6. But because I have set these things unto you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. Oh, now, now, church, what is he saying here? He, he's saying, church, he's saying to the disciples, hey, it's to your advantage that I leave. I know it didn't make sense to the disciples. Not any more sense than it would have made to us. Jesus, what are we going to do when you leave? You're leaving us high and dry. How can you do this? I'm disappointed. You've let us down. Those would be the things that I'd think of. But Jesus is saying, no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. It's to your advantage that I leave you. And here's why. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. I will send the Holy Spirit to you like the Father sent me in the first place. I'm leaving, but I'm not leaving you high and dry. Now, 
What did he mean when he said it's going to be to your advantage? That's what we want to talk about. Uh, we could go to... We all know Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. Is that right? But will you just listen to these verses in Mark chapter 16, verse 19. So then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven. They saw him go. And, he's, and it says, the Bible says, and he sat down at the right hand of the Father. Now, if you go to Acts chapter number 7, I think it is. It, yeah, it's 7. Okay, here's the story of Stephen. Remember, Stephen was a deacon. He was the first martyr. And they were stoning him to death. And at one moment there at the end of chapter 7, we read that, that they, they, they saw him look up into heaven. And this is what he said. He says, but Stephen, he being full of the Holy Ghost, he looked up steadfastly into heaven and he saw the glory of God. And look what? Jesus standing. At the right hand of the Father. He wasn't sitting. He was standing. This so blesses me. In verse 56. And said behold again. He said behold. I see the heavens open. And the son of man. He's standing next to, the, to God. At the right hand of God. You know what I think. Wow. I used to worry about. What if persecution comes. Will I be able to. Will I be able to take the test and, 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 you know, get through it? What if I break down? What if, I, what if they come and hold the gun to me and I'm having a bad day? And because I'm having a bad day, I just can't say I'm a Christ follower. What if, what if that would happen? You know what I think? I believe with all my heart that God's children are not, they're not, this is not, we're not doing this in our own power we have all of heaven rooting for us. I don't believe it is possible for God's people to continuously say no to Jesus if they, are truly, if they truly belong to God. I believe that God will give us power to whatever he requires us to go through. And at this point, he allowed Stephen to see into heaven and see Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Now go with me to John 14. Go with me to John 14, verse number 17. We know that about Jesus, but now that we know that the Father sent, or I'm sorry, the Son sent the Spirit. In John 14, verse 17, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, church, they cannot receive him. They are of the world because it sees him not, neither knows him. But you, Christian, you, Christian, you know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. Isn't that awesome, Chris? I, you know what that does to me? Sometimes I, I look at, I think, God, you're so far away, and I'm calling. I know that's not true, but you feel that way. And somebody said recently, he said, don't. Consider God so far away. Look down. He's right here. He lives in us. <laughs> he goes with us. He speaks through us. He wants to do work through us. How well do I know this spirit that lives inside of me? 
He took up residence. He, he's sealed until the day of redemption. He, he lives there. He doesn't live in Solomon's temple anymore. He doesn't live in the tabernacle anymore. He moved out of those areas. He moves into those who are being born again. And wherever I go, he dwells there. He's with me. He's close by. He's my security. He's my protection. He's my power. He's everything to me. I am nothing. He's everything. John 16, look at verse number 7 again. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Why was it, it, why was it to our advantage? Here's three reasons that I came up with. Number one, Jesus could only be at one place at one time. Not so with the Holy Spirit. Number two, Jesus was blocking what he considered a greater works to come. In John 14, just a, two chapters before, if you want to turn there, I'll read it with you. John 14, 12. There's some, there's some differences in what this scripture means. I will tell you what I think it means after we read it. And I will tell you, I struggle. I looked at all the different things that commentators wrote about. What did he mean when he said greater works? Well, let's read it. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believes on me and the works that I do shall he also do, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. I go back to the Father the one who sent me. But when I go, you're going to do greater works than you ever saw happen while I was here. What did he mean? Well, think of it this way. If the Spirit lives in me, and he lives in you, and he lives in all of us, and we're now walking all over the planet, and that's true. There's churches going on, preachers preaching. There's, there's souls being saved all over the United States and all over the world. That could not have happened with Jesus while he was here. Because Jesus chose to live in a bodily form. He was only able to do one thing at one time. When Lazarus was sick, by the time he got there, he was dead. Today, we don't, need just, we don't have just Jesus. We have the Holy Spirit and he lives in all of his people. And because of that, greater works are going to be done all over this world. Would you rather have Jesus? Or would you rather have the Holy Spirit? You know, we sometimes think, you know, we should have been there when Jesus was born. You know what? I always think this way. If Elmer, who at went through eight grades of school with me. He sat next to me. We, you know, grade one, two, three, four, all the way through eight. What if one day Elmer says, hey, by the way, I'm the son of God. Think about what that might have sounded like. Uh, Elmer, I know who you are. You're, you're uh, Eli Weaver's son, and you were part of, another, of a bigger family, and you can't be the son of God. That's, that's what it was like for them back there. And, you know... Sometimes I think it took more faith or just as much back then as it does for us today that Jesus is the Son of God. Okay, let's look at this. Here's something else 
that I think it is to our advantage that we have the Holy Spirit. The Son, when He was here on earth, He taught from the outside in, just like what you see, just like what I'm doing, just what the pastors are doing this morning. We're speaking through our mouths, you're hearing through your ear. It's physical. When Jesus was here, that's how he taught his people, and people followed him. Now let me tell you, show you how that's different now than it was then, since the Holy Spirit came. When the Holy Spirit came, he teaches from the inside out. Why is that so huge, Joe? It's huge. It's powerful. Because... For example, I just want to give this to you for an example. Who did Jesus rebuke with, get behind me, Satan? Wasn't it one of his regular followers? It wasn't just one of his 12. It was one of his three. You know, the closest one? Peter. Of all people, he should have gotten it. But he had to rebuke him and say, get behind me, Satan. Here's another one. Who started to sink because he didn't have enough faith? Who was rebuked by Jesus for using a sword to defend him? Who denied Jesus at his trial? Peter did. You know, over and over we hear Jesus saying, He that has ears, let him. Yes. Peter, listen. Listen to my voice. I'm listening, but he didn't get it. I go around, we have Bible studies. I say, listen to my voice. Look what it says. And sometimes people listen and they get it. Sometimes they don't. Thank you for listening to this podcast series. Check out Mission to Amish People online at www.mapministry.org or keep up to date with us on Facebook and Google+. Thank you again and have a blessed day.